Hello and welcome back to the UFO and Aliens podcast. I'm your host, Rick Black. Earlier this week, I was walking Charlie and I happened to look up at the moon. I love it when I can see the moon in the daytime. It seems more mysterious to me than at night. That sounds weird, doesn't it? Well, it's just hanging there in the sky. I thought, I really need to do a podcast about the moon. So, here we go. Back in 1969, during Apollo 12, astronauts Pete Conrad and Alan Bean set up a passive seismic experiment at the landing site. This was part of a larger set of moon experiments that was known as the Apollo Lunar Surface Experiment Package, and it was to help NASA researchers learn more about the composition of the moon. After all of their moonwalks and experiments, the Apollo 12 astronauts fly their lunar module back to the command module. They released the lunar module and it crashed into the moon's surface. The impact of the crash was equivalent to detonating one ton of TNT, and it caused what's known as a moonquake, the first human-made moonquake to take place. The seismometers that they had placed earlier recorded the moonquake vibrations, and they were a lot bigger and lasted a lot longer than the scientists expected. Clive R. Neal, a professor of civil engineering and geological sciences at the University of Notre Dame, said, quote, The moon was ringing like a bell, and it rang for an hour. Now, Jimmy Corsetti said in his Bright Insight channel that the crash was equivalent to 11 tons of TNT and rang for 3 hours and 20 minutes. In his video, he has an article pulled up that says, It was claimed that the moon rang like a bell for an hour. And he says it rang for 3 hours and 20 minutes. Here's another case of believe none of what you hear. Where are you getting your facts from, Jimmy? If you have a theory, you can find support for your theory if you look hard enough, even if your theory is baloney. Conspiracy theories abound about the moon, going all the way back to the moon is made out of cheese. And I just can't wrap my head around the thought that there are a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, who believe that we fake the moon landings. They say it never happened. Mythbusters actually did an episode debunking the myth. They actually tried to recreate the faked moon landing with modern equipment, and they couldn't do it. So obviously, they wouldn't have been able to fake a moon landing with the technology they had back in the late 60s. Come on, people. There's photographic evidence of the Apollo landing sites, which anyone can see with a powerful amateur telescope. Photos from the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter show clearly the remnants of the Apollo missions. Look it up. You can see tracks made by the lunar rover. So the moon rang like a bell. Uh, Obviously, that makes it hollow. Um, But if the moon is hollow, then obviously it was placed there by an alien species. And it has to be hollow because it rang like a bell, right? There was an article written in Sputnik that two Russian scientists claim that the moon was a spaceship created by unknown species. It is a theory that the atheist Soviet Union wanted to promote the concept to undermine the West's faith in religion. Isaac Isimov made a statement about the fact that the moon is the exact size needed for a perfect solar eclipse. This led people to believe that it couldn't have been an accident that the moon is that size. It must have been placed there to shield the earth from the sun. The New York Sun speaking of the sun, ran a story in August of 1835 
claiming that there were several animals living on the moon, including bison, goats, unicorns, bipedal tailless beavers, and bat-like humanoids. The paper goes on to say that bat-winged, copper-haired humanoids lived on the moon in pyramids. They claim that it was based on the findings of John Herschel, a respected astronomer who had seen them on his telescope. The author was a reporter named Richard Adams Locke. Edgar Allan Poe later claimed that the story was a plagiarism of the unparalleled adventure of one Hans Fall. The moon hoax persisted for a month before the New York Sun admitted it was made up. So there you go. Believe half of what you read. Still, there's something about the moon. When Apollo 11 astronauts came back, their demeanor was solemn. It, it's not what one would expect from people who had just done what these great men had done. On July 18, 1969, three days and 200,000 miles into the flight of Apollo 11, the crew asked Mission Control if they had any idea where the SIVB was in relation to them. Now, the SIVB was the final stage of the rocket. They had jettisoned it away two days earlier. The reason they were asking is that they were seeing something following them, and they thought maybe it was the SIVB. It wasn't. According to Houston, the SIVB was 6,000 nautical miles from them. They didn't want to say, Hey, Houston, we've got something moving alongside us, and we don't know what it is. Because all kinds of people can pick up these transmissions. Something was following them. Buzz Aldrin said, quote, There was something out there. Uh, was close enough to be observed, and what could it be? End quote. Mike Collins thought he could see the thing with his telescope. When he focused in on it, it was L-shaped. They didn't think that they were looking at something 6,000 miles away. So after watching it for a while, they decided it was time to get some sleep and to not talk about it anymore until they came back and went through debriefing. To this day, whatever it was that the crew saw has never been positively identified or officially acknowledged. Dr. David Baker, who was a senior Apollo 11 scientist, said, quote, There were a lot of people within the program who went off later and became convinced that UFOs existed, and that led to some concern on NASA's part where they got the agreement of the crew never to publicly talk about these things for fear of ridicule. End quote. After the Apollo 11 astronauts came back to Earth, they were quarantined for 21 days. NASA didn't know if the astronauts were bringing back any unknown pathogens that would be harmful to the rest of the folks here on Earth. They were put in a sealed room with a bunch of white mice. If the white mice lived, then it was probably okay to let the astronauts out. But if the mice died, well, now we may have a problem, Houston. But the mice lived, and everything turned out okay. Then the astronauts were debriefed. Regarding the unknown object that was following them, they learned that what they were seeing was the panels that they had just jettisoned reflecting in the sun. I've been finding a lot of conflicting information out there on this subject. My gut tells me there's something to this. The way Buzz Aldrin talks about it makes me believe that they saw something they couldn't explain not panels from their own rocket. NASA released the photographs taken by the Apollo astronauts, and conspiracy theorists 
had a field day. The items that were seen and interpreted by these folks include a nuclear power plant, a massive satellite dish with its antenna protruding upwards and aimed at the Earth, and an alien fortress. Did you know there's a Google moon? Well, apparently, there's a Google moon. There, They have this Google, it's just like Google Earth, except it's Google moon. You go to uh, Google Earth Pro, you click on this little image that looks like Saturn, and you can choose Google moon, sky, or Mars. Well, a bunch of people went bonkers when they saw this little image that looks artificial. It looks like it has these evenly spaced lights in a V-shape on the side of what looks like a pyramid to me. They're saying it's an alien base. Some researchers are calling this a digital artifact, meaning it's not really there. It's just a little computer glitch. The Chinese sent a rocket to the moon in 2010 and brought back images that look like a base or a factory or some kind of artificial structure on the moon. Then they find out that the image isn't from the Chinese mission, but from the archives at NASA. George Leonard actually wrote a book called Somebody Else is on the Moon, with images from NASA as evidence that there's an intelligence that has visited the moon, and it's not us. Included in this book is a place on the moon called Mare Crisium, where there was a story in the newspaper that a bridge had mysteriously appeared. Apparently, the Mare Crisium has many structures, some of which are shocking and potentially ominous. There is something there that looks like a castle wall. They have something that looks like a platform with a tower protruding from the center. The platform is very circular, and it seems to have a shadow underneath it. Some believe that it's a cooling tower for a nuclear power plant. The castle wall, to some, resembles a fortress with a turret of some something sticking out of it, whether it's a gun or whatever. Is it a weapon <laughs> defending a nuclear complex? There are pictures that appear to be long, deep tracks in the lunar surface like something drove across there. If you follow these tracks to where they started, one of them rolled up and out of a crater. It appeared that the CIA and NASA knew all of this and was working hard to keep it under wraps. A man named Vito Sakari and his friend went to NASA in Houston and demanded to see sharper images of the moon pictures that were in the book, Somebody Else is on the Moon, but they were stonewalled. They had to fill out a bunch of forms and there were delays and it was obviously obvious that they weren't going to get the information that they were asking for. So they called up NASA and said they were going to get thousands of copies of the book and spread the word to as many people as possible. NASA caved and let him see the pictures. Sakari was overwhelmed by the images he was shown. They were taken into this room and the images were spread out and the resolution was very good. And in describing the moment, Sakari said it was, quote, solemn, which is interesting because that is how the Apollo 11 astronauts looked when they returned. Sakari said there were structures there. There were pipelines and bridges, and it was all clear as a bell. There was machinery. There were tank tracks. When they looked at the images, they knew that they were looking at an existing or maybe an ancient technology. These things didn't grow. These things were built, and they were built on a huge scale, a massive scale from a race of beings that we can't necessarily confront should we have to. Buzz Aldrin isn't the only Apollo astronaut speaking out. Edgar Mitchell, 
The sixth man to walk on the moon believes that an alien race probably has built structures on the moon, and they have been watching us and studying us. Some people believe that the part of the mission to the moon was to check out these structures, and also to explore area for Project Horizon, which was a 1959 study to determine the feasibility of constructing a military base on the moon. The thought was that if the Soviets launched a nuclear attack on the U.S. and took out strategic military targets, the U.S. would have a last resort effort to launch from the moon. But maybe when they got to the moon, someone else was already there. According to Ken Johnston, during the lunar mission, while Neil and Buzz were on the lunar surface, Neil switches to the medical channel and spoke directly to the chief medical officer saying, quote, They're here. They're parked on the side of the crater. They're watching us. End quote. During Apollo 14, while two of the astronauts were on the moon, the third was orbiting the moon in the command module. While he was on the dark side of the moon, he filmed lights coming out of a few of the craters and a column of steam shooting out of one of them. Back on Earth, when the film was reviewed, there was no column of steam and no lights. It appeared that the film had been cut, spliced, airbrushed, and copied to make it appear that it wasn't tampered with at all. Now this is actually a rumor that I've heard before, where NASA has film which shows evidence of extraterrestrial life, and they airbrush it out, cover it up. I've heard that they actually airbrush UFO out of pictures taken on Earth and on the moon. Hi, and welcome to Hiss and Tell, a cat podcast where we delve deep into the fascinating world of feline behavior with your host, me, Christina Wilson, a professional animal behaviorist. Each episode features insightful discussions with leading veterinarians, dedicated researchers and scientists, experts in cat behavior and training, and so much more. Join me as we decode the complexities of pet loss, unravel the mysteries of feline health and behavior, and discover the latest research findings. I'll meet you at Hiss and Tell. Apollo 8 took a picture that was not airbrushed out. It looked like a smokestack with smoke coming out of it. Black smoke that you can clearly see has moved from one frame to the next. Or from one picture to the next. You can see it moved. One interesting theory from the conspiracy theorists is that the moon is rich in helium-3. Helium-3 can be used as an energy resource for nuclear power. So the extraterrestrials are there on the moon constructing factories, buildings, bridges, and pipelines, all to mine this helium-3. Well, that would go against the theory that the moon is artificial and placed there by an alien race. Both can't be true. Which brings up another moon that has conspiracy theories surrounding it. Mars's moon Phobos. Some people say that that moon is artificial and placed there by aliens. Photos, Phobos does kind of look like the Death Star. In July of 1988, Russia sent two probes to Mars, Phobos 1 and Phobos 2. Phobos 1 was lost about a month after it launched. The Russians claimed that it was lost due to combination of computer error and human error. But Russian researchers went public claiming a shadowy, unidentified craft may have destroyed Phobos 1 before going on to eliminate Phobos 2. Just before going online, Phobos 2 photographed a spaceship 
It was shown on the news in Russia. It shows this craft next to Mars' moon, and it looks to be larger than anything mankind has even thought of. It looks to be 20 kilometers long and a kilometer wide. This monster of a craft turned towards the Russian spacecraft and rammed it. What a lot of people don't realize is that the U.S. has also lost probes as well. It has happened at least two times. American unmanned missions to Mars, billion-dollar spacecraft, have just stopped working as they approach the Red Planet, and NASA has yet to give an explanation as to what happened. The Mars Curiosity rover took a picture of what looks like the same spacecraft that took out the Russian probes. Dr. John Brandenburg of the Clementine Mission had a job to photograph and investigate all corners of the moon. He saw photos from the Apollo missions of what looked like military installations, and he is a firm believer that there is an alien presence in our solar system and they could be a threat. He recalls being in a room with the top brass, and they were all watching what looks like a video of a firefight in space. There is a craft that looks like it is evading a laser-like weapon. If this is true, then there's a lot of stuff going on out there that we just don't know anything about. Sitting in meetings and watching NASA videos of spacecraft and also his job of photographing the moon made Dr. Brandenburg look into the finding proof that there are alien structures on the moon. When he saw the cover of the book, ULOs, Unidentified Lunar Objects Revealed in NASA Photography by Alan Stern, he knew he had found it. He said, of all the pictures I've seen from the moon that have shown possible structures, The most impressive is the picture of a mile-wide, rectilinear structure that looks unmistakably artificial and shouldn't be there. He went on to say that whenever he looks at a structure that is on the moon, he's alarmed because it isn't ours. We couldn't have built that up there. The Apollo missions ended with Apollo 17. They had originally planned 20 missions, but due to technical and financial reasons, they decided to stop with Apollo 17. And that was that. Until 2007, when a retired astronaut came forward with an incredible claim. He said that Apollo 18, 19, and 20 did happen, but they were highly classified. He knows this because he was the commander of Apollo 20. William Rutledge. He said that the reason they kept these missions secret was because of what they had found on the moon. They were sent to explore and possibly breach the two-mile-long spaceship that they had found on previous Apollo missions. They say that the craft crashed on the moon 1.5 billion years ago. The Russians had taken pictures of the craft also, and what appeared to be a city, but didn't have the resources to go there. So they teamed up. Two Americans and one Russian would explore the crash site. On August 16, 1976, in the dead of night, a Saturn V rocket was launched to embark on this quest. Three days later, on August 19th at 10.30 a.m., they were in lunar orbit and received new orders to track down and find out what happened to Apollo 19. I know, you're thinking, what? This sounds like science fiction, right? Apparently, Apollo 19 went to explore the crash site. They launched in secret. Everything went fine, but they lost contact when they got to the dark side of the moon, and they hadn't been heard from since. Rutledge and his crew were told to check on a particular storage compartment in the landing module. 
This compartment typically held tools and containers for bringing back moon rocks and soil samples, but that's not what they found there. This time, they found guns there. So, they get to the crash site, and they're looking at this thing. It's 300 feet tall and 2 miles wide. And the first thing they noticed was how old the ship was. Having been on the moon for over a billion years, it almost looked like part of the landscape. The hull of the vessel was covered with moon dust, the powder that turned everything there gray. Another indication of the ship's age was that it was pockmarked with ancient meteor impacts. They had no trouble entering the ship. It looked like the area was cleared by heavy equipment, but there were no machines in sight. The exterior of the ship was covered with impacts, strange shapes, and markings, but the interior walls were perfectly smooth. NASA wanted them to bring back samples, but their tools couldn't even scratch the walls or surface anything. But they did feel a force in the walls, like gravity. It seemed that gravity was stronger inside the ship. They found their way to the next level, and they found signs of life. They were plants covering the walls, and they were dripping with a phosphorescent liquid into containers on the floor. So they collected some samples and headed back to the lunar rover. On the way back, they saw tracks from a lunar rover, but not their lunar rover. They had found Apollo 19. They followed the tracks and found the module, which was partially open, and inside, they didn't find human bodies. They found an alien body. Okay. Okay. All right. Enough of that. It's all made up. Uh, I went down the rabbit hole. The videos of the alien body were created by a man named Thierry Speth. You can find them in, if you're interested in looking at them. They're pretty cool. But they're obviously fake. And the idea that a Saturn rocket can secretly launch... No, make that three Saturn rockets launching secretly is ludicrous. These rockets, and I've seen one up close, are the largest, most powerful rockets ever built. The rockets are Apollo 18, 19, and 20 are still on Earth. One is in Huntsville, Alabama. One is in Cape Canaveral, Florida. And I think the third one is at the Johnson Space Center in Houston. As far as the moon ringing like a bell, there is no sound on the moon, so it doesn't really ring. There is no atmosphere for the sound waves to travel. They say that because the equipment on the moon registered the vibrations. Compared to an earthquake on, well, Earth... The moon quake kind of took scientists by surprise. It registered vibrations a lot stronger and a lot longer than they expected. That is because there are no oceans on the moon. On Earth, the oceans dampen the vibrations of the earthquakes, so they don't last that long. On the moon, there's nothing to stop the vibrations except time. So it seems like it's ringing like a bell or a gong. If you're interested in following up on the bases or pictures on the moon, check out a book called ULOs, Unidentified Lunar Objects Revealed in NASA Photography, and it's by Alan Sturm. I believe that the Apollo astronauts saw something incredible, but was it alien bases or spaceships? Who knows? Now, when you look at the moon, will you think about it differently? Believe none of what you hear and half of what you read. If you like the show, I would like to encourage you to help support the show. You can help me out with just $3 a month. Just go to the website and click on support. I would really appreciate the help and would be happy to give you a shout out. Do you have a UFO story you'd like to share? 
Is there a UFO story that you'd like for me to look into? Just send me an email at UFO and Alien Podcast at gmail.com. I'm Rick Black, and I'll talk to you next time.